This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Let me tell you something. I am blessed today, and I think you are going to be blessed as well. And that's because we're talking to Kristen Clark of Girl Defined. Let me first bring Kristen in and say hi. How are you doing, Kristen? Hey, Steve. I am doing great today. It's always so fun to talk to you. So thanks for having me on. It's a blast talking to you or to your sister, Bethany. Um, And I'm honored and blessed just by who you guys are. But we always have a great time. And it Mm -hmm. always, for me, starts, I mean, we're going to have fun, of course, um, but it always, for me, just starts with the impact that your ministry, Girl Defined, has is global and international. And I know you won't probably sit here and brag about it. So as a dad, not your dad, but (laughs) as a dad, I get to say, man, y'all are incredible. And this impact is just amazing. I don't know what, when you first started off, if you imagine what it would become. But I'm going to tell our viewers and our listeners, in case they don't know, uh, just some of the things. First of all, the three books, Love Defined, Girl Defined, Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, those are all – I mean, I don't know how many books you sell. I don't really care. But I know they <laughs> have impacted people around the world, which is mm. amazing. Yeah. It, the books are such just a gift from the Lord, honestly, the way he opened the door for us to be able to get those published. Because early on when we launched Girl to Find, I mean, we just started out two sisters. We barely knew what we were doing. We had a passion for God's Word yeah. and specifically to help young women understand God's design for them, specifically as girls. So how to be girls defined by God. That's kind of where the name came from. And, you know, we had so many messages on our heart that we were passionate to share. We just started blogging. You know, we threw up a blog. We were really inconsistent. (laughs) We didn't know what we were doing, but God was gracious. And over time, we learned, you know, how to improve (laughs) in what we were doing. And then God just opened the door. A publisher contacted us, which is so, uh, just feels like a miracle. And they said, hey, we love your content. You know, do you want to work with us. Are there any books you'd be interested in writing? And we were like, yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) So that was where our first book, Girl Defined, came from. And honestly, each book, you know, the first one's about identity, femininity, what it means to be a girl defined by God, and then Love Defined, all about relationships, dating, God's design for marriage. And then the most recent, Sex, Purity, and Longings of a Girl's Heart, is really digging into the nitty gritty of God created each of us as sexual beings, and He has a good plan for that. And you know, we often hear these negative messages about purity, so we try to bring a positive twist on God's design for sexuality, and these longings for intimacy are so good that He has a right way for us to embrace them. So really unpacking it in that way. So truly, each of these books are honestly the books that we wish we had had when we were about 15, 16, 17 years old. They would have made a tremendous difference in our lives, so we wanted to write something that kind of the next generation could grab a hold of and just dig into these, and, and Lord willing, you know, get get a biblical understanding of these really important issues as they face them as well. Right. Man, that is so fantastic. And I love what you said about, man, these are the books that we wish we had when we were 15, 16, 17. I mean, that just is uh, amazing. All right. Let me say a few other things. One thing we're going to talk about today is the Girl Defined Conference, which is coming up July 31st and August 1st. And we're going to talk all about that, but uh, you don't want to miss that. But let me say this first. 
social media. You guys are all over it, and you are making an incredible impact. Just for reference, Girl Defined on YouTube, um, last time I checked, has 155,000 subscribers, and you guys are great about posting content. I don't know. It seems like daily. I mean, y'all are all over it. <laughs> and then Instagram has 52,000 subscribers around the world. So that impact is just crazy. I mean, it's just amazing to me. Yeah, and it yeah, it's it's a crazy thing with social media, right? Just it is. the fact that we can connect with people from all over the world and we have just we love that. We love connecting. We call it the sisterhood around the world. Yeah. You know, every different race and background and ethnicity, cultural diversity, just seeing God's family, not just what we see in our own country, but seeing that beautiful picture of women around the world who love God, who all have the same Bible, right? In all these different languages, we're coming together, and we are seeking to understand God's design for our lives. As girls, as women, we're encouraging one another, so we just love it. I mean, we love doing Instagram Lives and Facebook Lives and having those live chats, and we'll have girls comment like, hey, it's 2 a.m. here in Australia, but I'm excited to be with you guys. We're just like, wow, you are way more committed. (laughs) But yeah, social media really has opened up so many amazing opportunities. Yeah. And uh, do you mind talking about the other side of social media that just um, a little bit, I know we don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but how do you deal with um, just Mm. some of the opposition and uh, some of the just craziness? I'll just leave it at that. Is there anything, any advice you have for us? Yeah, we call it the dark side of social media, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, when you are putting yourself out there, no matter who you are, whether you're just a young girl and you're posting stuff or you have yeah. a ministry, whoever you are, you're putting stuff online and not everyone's going to agree with it. In fact, there are going to be people who are not believers who don't um, believe that God's message is a good one. And so they will oppose you and and can sometimes be pretty vicious. And so we've yeah. experienced uh, everything from the people who love it and are so excited, so encouraged to the people who just think what we're doing is horrible and, you know, hurting women. So it's just, it's crazy how you have these two ends of the spectrum. But I think for us, just remembering that, you know, it's, it's okay. If people oppose our message and um, don't like it, we want to be a light. We want to respond in grace. We want to respond in love. And I know the biggest challenge in my own heart is yeah. to not allow what they say about us online um, you know, haters, for lack of a better word, yeah, yeah. but they say to not define us. And I know that that's very much in line with girl defined. Right, right. Really, we can start to take on labels of what other people say about us. And then before you know it, we are, we're taking on what they say as our identity. And now mm. we're living under this fear and this anxiety because we're thinking, okay, what they're saying is true. But for me, just remembering, why am I doing this? Why am I spreading uh, this message? What is the point? And getting back to the gospel, the heart of why we're doing it, and remembering mm-hmm. that's the goal, that we would put God's truth online, that we would utilize these different formats. It wouldn't be for our own glory. It wouldn't be to make our name great, mm-hmm. but to make His name great. And so if there's opposition, you know, Jesus said, there will be opposition if right. you follow me. So it's not a surprise, but right. I know it's just been a big check in my heart of really doing the work for God's glory and not for myself. Man, how do y'all do that? How are y'all so strong in your faith? Oh, some days we're not. Trust me, some days I just I have to shut it off. Like, you know, today oh, I'm yeah. going to take a break, honestly, and just yeah. take a little break and get in the Word and remind myself of truth and then kind of get back at it the next day. Wow. Oh, man, that's that's good. Well, it's interesting to me that, you know, you're dealing with girls and teens and young adults who are constantly um, getting negative messages, whether they're overt 
or whether they're subtle. I mean, they're getting those messages, and it's not like you guys are just sitting back um, and everything's perfect in terms of who loves you or who treats you this way. I mean, when you're giving people advice for dealing with uh, mean girls or dealing with uh, people that are haters or hateful, I mean, you are living it. So it's, uh, man, your your message just has a lot of credibility, I feel like. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. I mean, there's there's so much encouragement as well. I know it's easy for any of us, right? Like you might get 10 people saying, thank you, this blessed me. And the one person saying, this is horrible. You shouldn't be saying this. You know, you're a terrible person. And it's so easy to focus on the negative instead of focusing on, you know, what God's doing. And so I have to remind myself all the time, like, you know, sometimes I just, I won't read certain comments or I'll just go, you know, that's not helpful. That's not, it's not even a, I'm not opposed to um, having a a discussion and disagreeing about things, but when it's just spiteful and hateful, it's like, you know, there's not even a conversation to be had here. So I think in those cases, I've just, We've just had to learn, like, to not engage and just kind of move right. on and really spend our time where it's going to make the most impact. Right. Well, I just want to say thank you on behalf of dads. I'm going to speak for dads now, uh, for Christian dads, for whoever. Um, I just want to say thank you. Just the impact on young women, giving them a positive message, a message of the gospel, of good news, that they are loved and treasured and valued by God, of redefining, of understanding that definition of who they are in Christ. That message is so important. And so for dads, I'm just going to say thank you. And as a youth pastor, also, I'm going to say thank you. I know several of our girls, our associate youth leader, uh, Desiree Fassell, took several of our girls to your conference last year in person. And it was such a blessing, and I'm so glad. And uh, they were trying to figure out about this year. Let's talk about this conference coming up July 31st and August 1st. Um, And the website, the best place to go for more information besides just listening to Kristen and me right now is girldefined.com, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. All right. Tell us about the conference. Uh, Man, y'all made a big decision this week. Tell us all about it. Oh, man. Well, no one's going to be surprised, I think, which is one good part about this is no one is totally caught off guard because everyone is facing the effects of COVID. And, you know, our hearts go out to to everyone who's losing jobs, um, experiencing health issues, not able to see grandparents. I mean, we're all facing different aspects. It's affecting our lives in different ways. And so we plan our conferences a year out. So every every year we plan the dates for the next year at that year's conference. It's always at the end of the summer, you know, right before school starts. And mm-hmm. so these the dates have been set, July 31st, August 1st. It's the same location as last year, right here in San Antonio. And uh, so we've been working towards that. And there's, you know, any event, so many logistics, and you're lining up speakers, oh, yeah. they're traveling in, and all of the decorations, and you're getting all of the resources and merch and the band, and there's just so wow. much that goes into it. And so when COVID hit back in March, when it really started, um, yeah. you know, when lockdown started here in Texas, we thought, okay, it's March, you know, the conference isn't until the very last day of July, basically August, like we have time. And so a lot of people thought, well, you know, by the time the summer hits and it gets hot, you know, this might blow over, we might have a second wave in the fall. I mean, we all were hearing the same things. And so we just kind of push pause, like we're going to just slowly continue working on things. You know, we already had so much lined up, we're just going to push pause and wait and see what happens. (laughs) And so we had a meeting, I think it was late May, when it seemed like San Antonio was opening back up and we just, we prayed, we had different calls with people. We contacted our city officials and it looked like 
we we were going to be able to have it. And right. so we just went full throttle, like promotions, like the conference is on, let's go. And, you know, people were signing up again. And then, I mean, just here in the past few weeks, everything has taken a turn for the worse. Right. And, you know, the numbers are rising and everything's shutting back down and we're limited with the group size. And so we were just like, Lord, oh man, what are we going to do? Just praying. And we had a meeting with all of our team leaders for the conference. And we just asked that the Lord would bring clarity Mm. and really show us, you know, is it even wise to move forward with this? We don't want to be the source of people getting sick and, you know, furthering the spread. And so just so many different factors. Um, But the Lord was so gracious. Every single team leader had the same perspective from different angles of like, well, maybe have you thought about this or this could be problematic? How are we going to keep social distancing? You know, all these things. But the general consensus was like the risk is greater than the reward um, to have it in person and taking it online. We can still have an amazing impact. Um, It's just going to be different and we won't have all of the risks involved. So just like three days ago, we decided to take everything online for the first time. I mean, we've had a live stream, but we've never created an international event that's 100% online uh, for two days that has all of the same sessions, breakout sessions, worship, like we're going to try to bring the same experience just in a virtual way. Right, <laughs> so right. We've never done this. So we've, we've got like 30 days before the conference is here. So we are scrambling like crazy behind the scenes, just trying to get all of these little pieces put together. Oh my gosh. How big is your team that you're talking about? Those team leaders? Yeah, so the team leaders, I don't know, we probably have like 10 team leaders, and then yeah. our, our volunteer team is typically like around 60 people yeah. that come wow. and help us out. So yeah, the team leaders each obviously head up different kind of departments, different sections of the conference. So yeah, having their getting their input and, and counsel was so helpful in making the decision. Right. Well, tell us about, I mean, I know the conference, you're in the middle of figuring out how this is all going to work and everything, but tell us how the conference has grown um, over the years and uh, how many people did you have last year? I mean, this is this thing's been growing. I'm so curious to see what God does. You know, I, I automatically think of just Jesus and the way he would adjust in ministry, whether there was crowds around him, so he would ask Peter to borrow the boat and shove off so everybody can hear him, or they're out with thousands and thousands of people and people are hungry, and so Jesus is like, all right, what are we going to do? What are you guys going to do to feed them? And then they look back mm-hmm. to him like, "What are you, are you crazy? And that's what I feel like in some of these situations is like, okay, how is God going to get creative and do something <laughs> really special? So, But tell us about the conference and how it's grown, and I just can't wait to hear what God does. I think it's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah, we hope so. We're praying for that, too. So this is our fifth annual conference. Fifth. Uh, we started, yeah, five years ago, and this is the crazy thing, is that we were not trying to have an annual conference. So Girl, the Girl Defined book had just released. This is back yeah. in 20, I don't know, 2017, I guess, 2016. Right. And we wanted to do an eight-week book study, and we were contacting different churches to, to try to find a church. Um, both of our churches had things going on at the time, so they weren't an option. So we're reaching out to other churches, trying to find a church that would let us have this eight-week book study. And so we end up, you know, we're getting no's, 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 and we're feeling so discouraged. And finally yeah. one church said, well, you know, we can't open our church for eight weeks because we have all these other things going on, but we could give you one day at our church. Like if you just want to do a one-day power study, if you were like, wow. well, I don't really know how that's going to work. So then that got our wheels turning, like, well, maybe, no. maybe God's just closing the door on doing a book study maybe we should have a one-day event. And so then we decided we're just going to create a girl-defined event. It's going to be a one-day event. You know, we're inviting girls from all over San Antonio. We weren't even thinking, like, internationally at this point. We're just like, anyone who lives in the area, come to this event. 
So we were inviting moms to come with daughters, youth leaders, you know, same as, as it is today, geared right. towards girls like 13 to 30. I mean, it's a pretty wide range. Yeah. We try to keep our topics pretty like relevant to that whole age category. So anyways, we, we launched that first event. We planned it. We had, I think, just under 200 people come, which just wow. blew our mind. No we, kidding. We were just, yeah, every step of the way trying to figure out how to do it. What, how do you host a conference? We don't know. You know, we're like <laughs> contacting bands like, um... So uh, how does this work? (laughs) So God just really blessed it. And it was so much fun. And all of our family, our church community, like we had so many people involved. And it was like a one day girls party. It was so fun. So we're like, okay, this was epic. We need to do this again. And so we immediately started thinking about the next year. The church said, sure, you can come again. And we bumped it to two days. And, you know, at the first time, we didn't even have breakout sessions. We it was very, very minimal. And each yeah. year we've just added new elements as we've grown in our understanding of how to put on an event. Um, the numbers have grown kind of with us. I feel like we're all growing together. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah, each year we just add new elements. And now it's um, it's longer. It's two longer days. And we have speakers come from um, not just Texas, but kind of from different places. And girls come from everywhere internationally. And last year I think we had 600 to 650 so it's just been such a blessing and such an encouragement. And we just, we call it like the big sisterhood reunion where we all get together and it's just two jam-packed days of fun, of encouragement, of prayer, um, meeting new friends, just feeling so encouraged and inspired. And, and then we all go back to our normal lives, right? So right. yeah, that's kind of a little bit of how it started. And so, yeah, you can imagine going from that to like this year, oh, whoa, you know, completely switching gears. But, right. you know, God, he's been so faithful every step of the way to even open the door for us to do this when we weren't even trying to have a conference. So we know he's Right. He's in control. He's going to give us wisdom. He's going to open closed doors like he always has. So right. we're working our tails off and we're just trying <laughs> to trust him for each new question. Right. And I just, I love that. I think that's a great picture of God. I mean, that you guys were thinking one thing, this eight week yeah. you know, study, and he's like, oh, this is kind of fun to watch. Like, you know, you would be discouraged <laughs> and he's like sitting back like, oh, this is, this is great. They're going to get there. We're going to get yes. there. And then this incredible girl to find conference that is grown to 600 650. And I was amazed when I first met you and uh, your sister Bethany a few years ago, and we interviewed in person, which of course is more more fun, so to speak. But I just love having you guys on anytime. But uh, I just remember thinking, man, this thing has grown so fast. And you were talking about people that would come from all over the world to San Antonio for this like two day event, um, which just blows my mind. So mm. uh, man, it's, it's awesome to see. All right. I'm going to start asking some unfair questions. Um, we're going <laughs> to do it. I'm not going to say like your favorite or this or that, but I'm just going to ask like when you're thinking about um, what, what comes to your mind when I ask you the question for this year, um, what guest speaker and one's going to pop out. It doesn't mean it's your favorite or this, but it's just going to pop your mind. Like, are you excited about who's coming back or who's never spoken or, you know, you're just like, oh yeah, this person's coming. Who's that going to be? That comes Ooh, to your mind. Well, I know. Yeah. There's, I mean, you know, I, 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 I know. I'm like, I love every speaker. I, I know. Love, I love all of no, them. No, no, no. Yes, um, of course. <laughs> there is a new, it's, this is actually the first time that we're bringing in a couple who they oh. also are big YouTubers. And oh. so they are a Christian couple, young couple. They started a YouTube channel a while ago, and they just have um, kind of similar topics. They're more focused on relationships and 
um, kind of dating and stuff, but they are just so much fun. Paul and Morgan, they have the Paul and Morgan show, and okay. a lot of our same audience also follows them. And so oh, we connected sense. through YouTube, we connected through social media. They receive, um, you know, some similar kind of negative pushback like we do. So we have that in common. We can encourage <sighs> each other and, you know, to keep persevering. Um, but we, we're so excited. They, they were planning to come in and then, you know, all this COVID hit and then moving it online. But I think we're still going to bring them in for the weekend just to be a part of, even though it'll be, you know, online, just to be here for that. So oh, man, that's, um, that, cool. that's going to be really fun. That It'll be the first time we've had them. And they're just such a fun young couple. And they're still going to do their sessions and everything, but it'll just be virtual. Right, right. Okay. And for you and Bethany, how do you guys do your sessions? I mean, is it ever just you? are speaking or is it the two of you together how does it work yeah so we pretty much always speak together which That's so cool. you know is yeah it's really fun we plan our sessions like we'll each take turns writing them um or like we'll divide and conquer so she and i are teaching i think four keynote sessions over the course of the weekend and we'll we just divided like hey which two do you feel most passionate about writing you know because you have to do oh. a lot of work to write the session and research and planning it and so we just divide and conquer, and we each write one, and then we assign within the session who's going to kind of teach what parts. And then we go back and forth, and it's really fun because it's so similar to what we do on YouTube that I think all of our um, the sisterhood and people watching, it's just a comfortable setup. They're used to seeing us together. And um, we've just, from the beginning, I don't know if it's just like the fact that we're sisters, we're really close in age, less than two years apart, I'm just a little bit older. Yeah. And so we've always done everything together, and I don't know, teaching just together was so natural and I know we've talked to people and they're like um, I was just talking to a friend and she said yeah one time I taught at a conference with another person and it was so hard and we were crunchy and we we were always like stealing each other's points on accident she's like it was horrible (laughs) she's like so what you and Bethany do together like y'all just y'all are in sync and I was like I know I just think it's the sister thing I don't know so it works great and then it's kind of nice because when one of us is talking the other can kind of glance at the notes you know take a little breather (laughs) (laughs) We've gotten really used to the format and then we can kind of play off each other like joke or laugh, you know, right, comment. And right. so it's just even more, it's like we're interacting with the audience and with each other. So it's just, it creates a really fun session. Yeah, it is a great dynamic that y'all have. All right. Sort of same thing. What's going to, you know, just come to the top of your head as far as uh, one of the sessions that you wrote or that you'll be sharing. And I know there's so many details you guys are figuring out right now. So you may be thinking like, oh, I don't even remember what we're talking about. So I'm putting you on the yeah, spot I again. Uh, is there? Yeah, we have- yeah go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. One of the sessions, like one of the keynote sessions, because she and I will also be teaching breakout sessions with all of the other breakout speakers. Wait, but, wait, wait. Um, what? You guys are doing breakout set. You guys like take time <laughs> to do that, too? Like, I would be so exhausted. We love it. I know. We just we love the breakout sessions because they're smaller. I mean, typically when we're in person, obviously it's a smaller setup. And so we're just we love just that intimate, smaller group of getting to share our hearts with you know, wow. 50 people instead of like 600 people. So we enjoy getting to connect with the girls just in a smaller group. But we every year we're like, should we do breakouts? Because we're exhausted by the end of the conference. No but kidding. We just we love getting to interact with them. And it's that smaller crowd. So that's why we love doing it. But I would say for our main sessions um, this year, it's, the theme is all on identity. Okay. So God's design for basically the heart of our ministry. So embracing mm. his design for femininity, identity, what does it mean to be a girl defined by God? You know, we're hearing messages from every outlet when we watch a movie, when we see that billboard, oh. when we glance at that magazine on social media. We have so many messages yelling yeah. at us essentially every day saying, 
this is what it means to be beautiful. This is what it means to be successful. This is how you should do relationships. This is how you should pursue your future. And there's just so much noise and it can feel overwhelming. So this year we are getting back to God's design. Who does God say we are? How does he want us to live? What's his good plan for us? And so one of my sessions or one of the sessions I'm super excited about is one called Made to be Female on Purpose and for a Good Purpose. Uh, and so we're just digging into Genesis, Adam and Eve. Why did God create male and female? What is what is his good design for us as females? Just kind of unpacking that. So that's that's probably I mean, I love all the sessions. I know, I, I know. Some of those more foundational ones. Um, I know when I first learned about this back in high school, it was like mind blowing to me. Like, whoa wait a minute, God created me to be a girl on purpose. Like he has a specific plan for my life. And it just, it got me so fired up to want to live for him in like a deeper way. So yeah, I'm excited about that one. I think it'll be really encouraging for the girls watching. Oh, that's really cool. That's great. All right. Talk to me. I mean, you guys are a family ministry, Kristen and Bethany, but also um, your husbands seem pretty involved. Are they involved in the conference as well? Your husband, Zach? Yes, yeah. So my husband, Zach, and then Dave, Bethany's husband, yeah. uh, they are both so involved. They come, like, they. Dave's actually, he does a million things. Like, they both do a million things. There are tech people. Dave does all the videography for the conference. Wow. Uh, last year, they taught breakout sessions with us. Oh. Um, we bring them on stage a lot for some fun interaction. So, like, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, you know, in Texas, like, yeehaw! Like, people say that. <laughs> yeehaw! Right, like, right. Like, as if we all say that in Texas. So right. we had a big yeehaw competition. And oh. so we had, like, five different girls come on stage from all over. Like, they weren't from Texas. And maybe some of them were. And then we had Zach and Dave lead a yeehaw competition where they each did, like, their best Texas yeehaw. And then they gave a microphone to each girl. And then the crowd cheered for whoever did the best Texas yeehaw. So stuff like that. Oh, and that's then, really you know, fun. Yeah, they just, they do fun stuff. Like last year we had them in the halls and they were doing this live feed footage, like contests right before each main session. So they would, they were piping that into the sanctuary. And then as girls were waiting like 10 minutes before the next thing started, they could watch on the screen Zach and Dave out in the halls, interacting with girls and doing these fun competitions and giving prizes away. So they're, they're such sports. They just jump (laughs) right on board and we have them do all sorts of stuff. Oh, man, I love it. All right. Well, talk to us about some of uh, what I know it's really early, but I mean, what this might look like online and what that experience might be if somebody's watching um, our video today or listening to the podcast or on KSLR AM 630 and they're like, oh, man, that sounds good, but it's not in person. I mean, what uh, what would you tell them today about what it's going to look like? Yeah. So they are going to essentially on our girl on girldefined.com. If you go to our conference page, you will see a live stream schedule. And so mm. that schedule starts on Friday and it will literally show you highlighting all of the area, all of the different segments that will be live streamed. And then it has other highlighted areas showing when the breaks are. And those are breaks that you'll just take on your own, like a lunch break, a dinner break, you know, go do your thing and then come back, catch the next session. And so we're encouraging girls to gather as they're able to, you know, in a healthy way yeah. in their homes, in their cities to gather with some friends. You can get a small group ticket package, which is going to be a way better value um, you can invite 10 girls for the small group or 10 or more for the large group, or just an individual viewer can sit there and just tune in for each of those live segments. And during those segments, it's going to be interactive. So we're going to have teaching, but we're also going to be interacting and there's going to be a live chat. They can chat, they can communicate. We're going to have contests and giveaways. Yeah. Um, we're selling our conference t-shirt as well in advance. So any girls who want to get that and wear it with their groups to kind of feel like a little bit more like we're all there together, they can do that. We have free shipping in the U S for that as well. So 
it's yeah, it's just there's the schedule and you just tune in. And then we've had questions about well, what if I'm busy on one of the segments and I can't make it? All of the sessions are recorded and they will have lifetime access to them. So your ticket will give you not only the live event, but access to every breakout session, every main keynote wow. session forever. You'll get a digital conference notebook, a PDF you can download and print where you can do the fill in the blanks for each session to help you stay more engaged. Dang. That'll have some fun interactive stuff in it as well. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have worship segments. We're bringing a band in still. They're going to have worship segments, three different worship segments that they can just sit there and worship by themselves or with their group. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really interactive, really engaging. And I think a weekend, as far as the content goes, that could be so impactful for the rest of their lives. Wow. Okay. This is going to be, yeah, this is going to be really incredible. I feel like this is going to be so interesting just to see what God does with this. If he just brings in more people, if he just does it a little bit different, whatever. Um, I just think this is going to be so cool, Kristen. Man. Yes. And yeah, there's one girl who just DM'd me on Instagram yesterday, actually. And she said, hey, I know it's a bummer that you can't have the in-person conference, but I wasn't going to be able to come to Texas anyways. And so now I'm able to tune in and just be a part of the conference, you know, in a really special way. So she said, I'm I'm really excited for this. You know, I know it's kind of a, a hard thing, but there's so many girls like that who I think they just feel that much more connected now that yeah. they can tune in and be a part of it regardless of where they live. So we are excited for the, the unique opportunities that we'll bring as well. Man, that's great. And y'all are so organized. Like, I mean, I, I printed off the session notes. I mean, you have it down to a T. Session one, who's defining your womanhood? Um, session two, the one that you just talked about. Session three, hey, girl, let's bravely take God at his word and so on. And you have the details. It's right there. Um, and it's just so well organized. And then the Q&A. Anything interesting ever happened with the Q&As? Oh, yes. Well, you know, they they text in their questions. So we have a special number and we say, all right, here's the number. We give it to them at the beginning of the event so they can think of their questions and then they can just start texting them. And then we gather all of those questions. We pick the most common ones, you know, questions that we're seeing over and over. Yeah. And then we just answer them. And sometimes they're hilarious questions. Yeah. Um, we last year we brought Zach and Dave on for one of the panels as well. We did like a special husband husband segment where they yeah. could just ask the guys like anything so there are some funny questions that will come about and, you know, the guys just have a, get a kick out of it. So there's lots of laughing and <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I think the Q and A's for a lot of the girls, it's one of their favorite parts. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. All right. Last question. Then I'm going to let you go try to figure out all the rest of these details, which you guys yeah. are doing an incredible <laughs> job. And man, we just appreciate you, Kristen and, uh, and Bethany and who you guys are in Christ and that you just boldly, you know, I love that you guys do it together. When I think about Jesus sending out his disciples on their mission um, and sending them out by twos um, to have each other's back and to work off of each other. As soon as you were talking mm. about you and Bethany and how you work together, I was trying to imagine you know, what it was like for those two by two as, as Jesus sent them out in the Gospel of Matthew. And uh, just imagine, did they work together like that or did one of them speak more? You know, I just, it brought yes. up all sorts of uh, questions. But Here's one of mine that, again, you're, you're not going to give away too much or anything like that, but I love this uh, breakout called Five Truths for Overcoming Crazy Girl Emotions. What are we talking about with crazy girl emotions? <laughs> Talk to me. Well, I'm teaching that one, and yes. I, you know, girls, we have crazy girl emotions. I think every girl <laughs> can relate to that. You know, we can be fine one minute, the next minute we're crying, the next minute we're angry, like, what is going on? <laughs> and Bethany, it, it's funny in our relationship, she's a lot more, 
I, I don't want to say like a guy because that's really stereotyping, but she's just, she's less emotional. She's a little bit uh. more steady. And so over the years, we've jokingly, in an endearing way, she's called me the ocean and I call her the rock. Like you're just, you're <laughs> constant. You're, you're just like a rock. Like you don't get moved too easily. And she's like, yeah, you're more like the ocean, like waves crashing regularly. So, <laughs> we, we, we joke with each other, just our personalities. And yeah. so I was like, you know, I have learned a lot. God has taught me so much about emotions and, and really that um, what I think about, what I meditate on, that is what fuels my emotions. And so we mm, often will hear like, all right, whoa. girls just need to get their emotions under control. But the truth is, and what we see in God's Word is that we have to get our thinking under control. Because mm. when we're meditating on truth, when we're led by truth, our emotions will follow. You know, people say emotions make terrible leaders, but great followers. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's true. And I've seen as I've leaned into God's truth and really embraced so many aspects of truth in, in my life and then actually meditated on that. So when a lie comes in or someone says something mm. mean or, you know, I feel a certain way, I have to pause and go, okay, what is true? Yeah. What does God's word say? And then as I redirect my thoughts and I think about what is true, then my emotions really do follow. And um, it's just been powerful in my life to help me just, you know, live a little bit more steady. And I know a lot of girls can relate to that. So we'll just, I'll be unpacking some of those truths and what that looks like in my life. And I think for girls who also feel like they have crazy girl emotions, I just hope it's a blessing to them. Oh, that will be a blessing for sure. Oh my gosh, that is so important. Uh, <laughs> man, mm-hmm. well, we, we really appreciate you. Anything else you just want to say or anything that else... I know when God puts something on your heart, then you share it with these girls and with these women and young women. Is there anything else you feel like God has been showing you lately? Mm, Yeah. You know, I would (laughs) just say, I know for anyone who's listening that may have daughters or maybe they're a youth worker um, and they have girls that they interact with or a mentor, uh, that sometimes it can be hard to take time out of our busy schedules or just our routines to really Mm. set time aside to invest in our spiritual walk. And mm. one story that I find so encouraging is that 10 years ago, Bethany and I went to a conference and it was all about biblical womanhood. Uh, we're talking 10 years ago. We didn't have Girl Defined Ministries. Right. We were doing nothing online. <laughs> and that conference, it was, I think, two days. It impacted our lives so deeply yeah. and gave us such an incredible vision for what God's design was for our lives as girls that that's really what lit the flame inside of Mm. us and compelled us several years later to even start Girl Defined Ministries. And so as as people are listening, I just want to say that, you know, taking time to really invest in your spiritual walk, to invest in Mm. understanding God's design for you, it can make an impact that can last for the rest of your life. It's true for us. So that's our heart with these conferences, that it won't just be fun, although it is. It won't just be inspiring, although it is. But our our passion is that it would be life-changing and that we will multiply God's work, that girls will take the time to invest with their time, with their money, their resources. Like, it is worth it. This can impact you for the rest of your life. So just some encouragement for anybody who's on the fence. Um, I really do believe it could be a life-changing weekend for them. Dang, you sold me. I'm like, I need to sign up for this. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on down. (laughs) Wow, that is incredible. Man, I I got it. That was great, Kristen. And... Mm. uh, Man, just uh, again, thank you and Bethany uh, for who you are in Christ and for sharing um, all these insights and wisdom and biblical knowledge and biblical truths uh, for these young women and women as they're growing older. Just, I mean, so important. So I, again, as a dad and as a youth pastor, as a pastor, um, I'm just so grateful. Thank you guys for just continuing to stay focused and fixing your eyes on Jesus every step of the way. And what an incredible blessing 
passing. So if you're listening, this is an opportunity. It is July 31st. Uh, Friday and August 1st, a Saturday. Um, I think you guys even have, I think I saw like kind of a late night event or something. I don't, I don't know. It just looks like all like a blast. Am, am I getting that wrong? Did <laughs> yeah. I just make that up? There, we Does typically I... have a late night event oh, okay. on Friday night, but since we can't gather, oh, um, right. we're just encouraging everyone to have their own kind of party right where they're at in their own city. Perfect. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So all mm-hmm. the information is there, girldefined.com. You don't want to miss what God is doing and how God, uh, just the impact that Kristen talked about, it just multiplies, um, to, multiplies to sisters, to friends, to generations. And that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So the impact, I mean, is beyond Kristen and Bethany's imagination. I mean, and it's, it's just amazing. So thank you all so much. Oh, thank you, Stephen. Thanks for what you do and your passion for the word and truth and just giving us this opportunity to share. It's always so encouraging to talk to oh, talk with you. Oh my gosh, y'all are awesome. All right. That is Kristen Clark of Girl Defined, and that you don't want to miss this. So thank you again, Kristen. I'm gonna just sign off with our viewers and listeners real quick of the podcast and then just say goodbye to you off air if you can hold on one second, Kristen. Yes. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, listeners, viewers, um, Man, you know what these girls are? The name of our ministry, my ministry, is Very Bold Ministries. The name of this podcast is Very Bold, and that's what they are. I mean, they are living a life like the Apostle Paul, going and taking the Word of God where it needs to go and taking opposition, taking hits, and continuing to persevere and go. And you know why Paul wrote about that and talked about that? Um I mean, he went through so much, through shipwrecks, through persecution, people um, trying to kill him, people thinking that he was left for the dead. But he talked about that incredible hope that we have. It's a real and living hope, the apostle Peter said. And you can tell from Paul's life that he, man, he believed it. He didn't just believe it. He lived it. And you can tell with Kristen that she doesn't just believe it. She is living it, and she is holding on to it. And she understands, and we try to understand that this is just such a great hope, and that's what leads us to be what they are being today, Kristen and Bethany and Girl Defined, very bold. So this scripture from 2 Corinthians 3.12 is where Very Bold came from. And will you join me in praying for Kristen and Bethany as they continue to be Very Bold? Will you join me? Will you be a part of this ministry? Will you tell some uh, some girl or some young adult? Uh, or will you, if you're a woman, will you attend yourself just in support of what they're doing? Um, it's just pretty phenomenal. So I'll close with this scripture, our theme scripture, 2 Corinthians 3.12. Uh, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold very bold radio and podcast with your host steve teal bringing encouragement through god's word and through inspiring interviews go to verybold.com for information and updates and email steve at verybold.com